Hi everyone. So in this episode I share how I came across syntropic farming and this way of growing food that was so abundant it blew my mind. So I look forward to sharing with you in the episode. So the big question is this, how do we live in more sustainable and regenerative ways? How can we tap into the ancient secrets of living in harmony with the sacred nature of life? How do we embody the interconnected web of life that thrives in abundance within each of us? That is the question, and this podcast will explore the answers. My name is Craig Hubbard, and welcome to Shambhala Living. Hi everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. So in this episode, I share the way that I went from being a market gardener, an organic gardener, grower, and farmer, and transition to become an agroforest and a syntropic grower. I was probably growing here for a few years, like three or four years, and we'd been growing all our small crops, our lettuces, our beetroots, spring onions, coriander, all the different herbs, and we were taking all that to market. It was abundant. It was uh, we'd we'd had our problems with pests and transitioning to this new farm and then we we had the floods and I've talked about that on a previous episode and I also have shared the story of going to Costa Rica and just kind of getting my mind shifted of how they grow in forests and seeing that there there's ways of living with the forests and in the forests and to be able to grow food but it wasn't until I returned home and I came back to the farm, which after being in the forest in Costa Rica, coming back to my market garden that I was so proud of before, it was all food that was grown below my knees. So it was all short. There was nothing above head height. And I just thought that was a good organic farm. It was full of diversity. It had so many crops compared to a big kind of mega organic farms that might have two or three crops that are way better than the standard conventional style. So we had maybe 50 different crops growing at any time of the year, but it was still all one strata or one layer and it was all pretty much ground cover kind of thing. So after coming back from Costa Rica and, and being immersed in the jungle and in the the forest there and seeing the natives living and eating from the forest it lit up this fire within me to to learn more about that and they had a lot of rainfall which we also did which the the veggies that I was growing didn't like the high rainfall so it likes when we had the, the winter here in the spring but it didn't like the wet season then a friend said check out this uh, video and, and, and if you search this online it's called Life in Syntropy. So I watched this video and it, it changed my life. It, was, it brought it home how we can regenerate the earth and grow food at the same time and we can actually integrate humans and forests and take barren desert land and over time, much faster than it would if we left it to try and regenerate on its own. Like 
many multiples times faster we can bring that desert or monocrop back to a thriving forest ecosystem and also a food producing system that just blew my mind and and he was this guy this swiss farmer called ernest gosh and he was from he was living in brazil he'd done he'd been growing food and studying ecology for 50 years this story that it told and lit up in me was like oh my god I, I could walk out to the farm and I could be under a canopy and I could still have food growing so that blew my mind because all the, the organic farms I'd seen up until that time were all uh, yeah under knee height and it was hot hard work and there'd be ups and downs and and effectively what I learned in this is that we're just planting continuous ground cover so I'm not going to go into this is this episode is not about what all the principles are of syntropic but I'll just give you the kind of the main gist of what I understand and I, what I understood it back then was that syntropy is the opposite of entropy and there's the law of entropy it's well known in science and we do a lot based off taking this law of energy understanding that when we break something down to its smallest component back to its atom or back to its element then we release energy along the way so we're moving from complex to simple and entropy is gravity things rolling down the hill um, it's moving from a higher state of energy to a lower state of energy, so energy is dissipating. But there was a lot of earth scientists that were trying to describe biology, but the only language they had was this law of entropy. So then there was this need for dis dis discovering a word that could describe the opposite of that, which was inherent in all life. So the opposite of entropy was syntropy. So syntropy became this word to describe the law of syntropy. The, the, that is that life goes from simple to more complex and more abundant. And both these laws are part of the same cycle of nature where it's constantly going from less complex to more complex and it's storing energy along the way, growing plants, and then there is decay, the composition. And I, I really just loved the, the concept of rather than just studying the entropy side of things and staying on this, this base layer that I was staying on in the growing food, that this was talking about how to understand the nature and the the greatest teacher was the the ancient forests the the jungles the the long long existing ecosystems that hadn't been disturbed by by humans and when we look at those systems we see that they've come from simple to highly complex and highly regenerative and resourceful and sustainable and when we could bring that 
into the way that we grow our food, then the way that we grow our food becomes actually the byproduct of us regenerating our soils, our landscapes and our ecosystems back from these simple, so if you imagine a crop of wheat or corn for thousands of acres, that is a very simple ecosystem. It's just one crop and therefore there would be only one source of food in the roots feeding those microorganisms. So we've got even a simple life form underneath. Therefore, the rain cycle, the nutrient cycle, all of, all of those cycles of life are going to be a simple cycle uh, duplicated across those thousands of acres. Now, when we then take land that is simple like that, we can then add what we're learning in the forests and bring these strata or these, this layer into it and bring hundreds of species back into the same amount of space. So when we then apply this to a small farm or even any garden system, we start to see that instead of just having a garden where it's all one layer, then we start multi-tiering and we can be using it in not just in restoring forests, but also in our veggie, veggie gardens and our home gardens and I remember one day opening the blinds because I used to look out from where I was living in the cabin straight out to the fields and it would be beautiful but then after seeing the Costa Rica and realizing oh we can actually have a forest here it lit this realization that I don't have to keep this simple system reoccurring I can actually bring a forest to Shambhala to Shambhala farm and and so from that day onwards, we've been starting to bring the concept into reality and learn as much as we can from uh, watching the videos, learning from those that have had the opportunity to, to learn directly with Ernest Gosht and, and just implementing, implementing, learning and learning from nature, learning from the forest. We are seeing such dramatic and amazing results when we just simply started to add second levels and third levels to our planting strata, the space within our garden. So instead of it now being two-dimensional, one metre wide by three metres long bed, now we start seeing the depth in the height being used not just in the way that I was using them in simply trellises and things like that, but to actually take multiple species. Like and, and I used to think that having five to ten species was really great, which it was for organic farming, but this just takes it to a whole nother level. That's something that I've just dived really deep into here on the farm and we're, we're still on this journey and it's a long a long-term journey to to go down the track of of syntropic agriculture and syntropic farming but i feel deep in my heart that this way of regenerating the earth's resources and growing food combining those two solves the 
biggest problems that we have facing our planet today. So that is the the name and the story of how we've gone from this market garden to now on this mission to regenerate our landscapes around the world, educate growers, gardeners, farmers to bring three-dimensional, bring syntropic, the opposite of entropy, start to bring the simple to the more complex systems through diversity. So bringing it, keeping it simple is just adding more diversity. Diversity in the seeds that you sow, diversity in the the heights that you have in your garden, diversity in the life in the soil from the different plants that generate different foods for different life to form. So when we have all these, that alone is on its way to a more complex system moving towards the direction that life is going and when there is the the um, the species that are generally the short terms the ones that you know the, the standard veggies then they are going to be dying off quicker so it's a composting system and then there's some and so I've realized that I've been for the last years before finding out about this I was just learning about systems that would only last one to three months and then it began to look at more perennial systems of one to two years and then starting to look longer term now to plants that are 20 years and 50 years and then we start bringing in the large trees into the system as well as scary as it can be for farmers to be like oh i'm going to be bringing trees big trees into my fields there is ways where we can change the way we grow our food, change the mindset of how we work with nature to realize that if we could trust in nature, she is an intelligent organism, a super organism, then rather than trying to deconstruct down to its lowest common form so that we can kind of dominate or manage it in some agricultural sense, then we can move and embrace the diversity that is marching through life. And with that embracing comes the abundance of, of all of that. So then there's trees that, are, that we can be planting now that will be not beginning their decomposition for 500 years, a thousand years. And these are the systems that imagine that as growers, as gardeners, that we're moving towards supporting regeneration that is taking us to a more highly organized ecosystem, natural ecosystem run by the matrix of this phenomena called syntropics or syntropy moving to greater and greater diversity of life's structures but that in itself takes 
immense perspective shift for us as humans to move from this place of dominance over nature to a part of nature where we actually trust that this earth is a super organism it knows how to generate life if we can keep the core cycles flowing keep the fundamentals that it requires moving and we can do that in processes simple processes in the way we grow the food which is the way that's kind of destroying the earth's resource base right now depleting the resource base base we can have the exact solution that reverses both of those grows the food in ways that replenishes and regenerates the land and the systems and the diversity and the life that is a little bit of a rant and a little bit of a backstory on how I've uh, came across syntropy and it's also known as agroforestry or agricultural forestry there's different names but syntropy or syntropic agriculture designed by Ernest Gost is a particular style which has such immense beauty it resonates with with the way that the shambhala living brings the sacredness back to life for me syntropics is such a foundational aspect of how i live now and is a major part of the foundations of what i see shambhala living is even if it's just still growing on a balcony or in a backyard we can bring these principles into our life because it's not every action that we take supports some organization that is either in regeneration and syntropic mode or is in entropic mode so everything every purchase that we make everything that we grow then we have the ability to support these systems and we need more and more people to learn this stuff this is the most crucial thing that we could learn on the planet there's a lot of jobs in say IT or there was in the 2000s now we're moving into a place where those that know how to regenerate and grow food the two biggest things they're going to be the ones that are in need all across the world for a long time because this is going to take us a long road out but it's a beautiful road when we couple it with doing it with nature i invite you to to watch the movie or it's only about 12 minutes on youtube type in life in syntropy enjoy see you in the next episode thanks for listening to this kind of longer rant okay lots of love bye Hey everyone, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Shambhala Living Podcast. 
If you enjoyed it, then I'd love it if you would share it with some friends and subscribe to this channel and turn on notifications so you can find out when the next podcast comes out. You can find us at Instagram at Shambhala Farm and also check out our upcoming 12-week food growing course. You can find out more details on our newsletter list or on Instagram. I'll see you on the next episode.